0: Welcome to the Kinder Talk Podcast, a place for kindergarten teachers to find support, glean knowledge, and share experiences specific to kinder. I'm Natalie, a kinder teacher turned kinder teacher supporter, and I can't wait to dive into the unique world of kindergarten together. So let's talk building a class community in your kindergarten classroom. As teachers of Littles, we know the importance of making students feel like they are in a class community. They need to feel safe, included, and like they have a home in their classroom. We oftentimes think of community as building one-on-one relationships between teacher and student. This is extremely important, especially at the beginning of the year. But I want to talk about building specifically a class community and what that means when students value and cherish each other. So let's talk through three ways to build your class community in your kindergarten classroom without added stress or a ton of planning. The first way that I think really builds a strong kindergarten class community would be establishing pairs and partner expectations from day one. For example, PB&J partners on the carpet, stand-up pair-up, and unlikely pairs doing different tasks. My kinders are so apprehensive at the beginning of the school year to share with other friends. And I think that this is a normal thing. They're in a new environment with children they've never met before. But if we as teachers can establish a place where students feel like they can share with anyone in the class and not just their bestie, I think that that creates an amazing class community. Giving students a peanut butter and jelly partner or a carpet partner or knee partner, whatever you call it at your school, where they have a partner that's assigned to them that is next to them on the carpet, either to their right or left, that gives them an automatic person that they're going to share with and they're not fumbling around trying to find someone to share their ideas with. They feel like they are being heard and valued when asked a question and everyone gets to have their answer heard and they get to listen to someone else's answer as well. The key to making this work for your classroom community is to make sure that every single student is participating. Setting off the expectation from day one that you will share with your peanut butter and jelly partner helps students feel like they will be heard and that someone will be listening to their share. Once students have mastered the peanut butter and jelly partners, I think the next step to take would be a stand-up pair-up. Although this takes a little bit more time to set up and a little bit more procedure and expectation, I do think that stand-up pair-up is a key way to build class community in your classroom because it pushes students to share with people that they might not usually share with. In my classroom, we always share with two people when we do a stand-up pair-up. You stand up, put your hand up, you try to find someone else who has their hand up, you high five or air five, and you share with that person for 30 seconds. Then you do it all over again. In the beginning, this can be kind of a hard routine to set up because students are apprehensive to go to people they don't know. But when you see how your students eventually, after a week or two, go around and choose random people, boy, girl, girl, boy, people who you wouldn't expect, it is such an amazing thing because they truly are building their community. They're creating comfortability with other people in their class. When students feel comfortable sharing with each other, that shows that you have a true class community. Setting up a stand-up pair-up procedure that works and is successful in building your class community can take some time. I have definitely been in a situation where we have tried it and we've all sat back down and tried it again because sometimes children are timid to do it. But once you have that system down, it's totally going to change your class community and your students are really gonna value each other and their other students' opinions. One more thing that I wanted to mention when thinking about your classroom community and creating partnership in pairs would be using unlikely partners. So this means that you would choose two people who probably don't really interact with each other. Have them help you with something like putting manipulative blocks back into a bin or have them run a note down to the office for you. Doing something simple that can help them bond in an experience where it's just the two of them and they would have a chance to talk is a great way to build class community. This serves as another way to help your students be around people that they might not necessarily choose themselves, and they're doing a simple harmless activity that could easily help bond them together. So let's talk through the next tip when building your kindergarten class community. And I think that this one was my most successful and also the simplest to do. And that would be a morning share or some sort of share during the day where every student shares and every student listens to each share. Now, unlike before when students were sharing with a partner or a stand-up pair-up, this is a morning share where we all sit in a circle and the teacher asks a simple question like, what did you have for dinner? Or what is your favorite breakfast food? And every student shares what their answer is and every student listens to each answer. Now this might seem like it's a little bit too simple to really build classroom community, but the magic of a morning share is unmatched, especially when you have your students sit in a circle and every single student shares an answer. When you're sharing an answer to a question like that that your teacher has asked and given you time to think about and you're looking around at your peers and they're all listening and maybe they're motioning with um, your silent hand signals or things that you have for listening and you're being heard and valued by every single one of your peers, that is truly an amazing classroom community builder. The key to this is consistency. Your students need to know that when they come to the carpet after announcements or after morning meeting or whenever you do your circle time, that there is going to be some sort of class share so that they can expect that every single day. I'm not gonna lie, sometimes thinking of a unique kinder-friendly question can be a little bit challenging, but I found the simpler that I made them, the more fun that my students had with them. And it really just provided them to share a little bit about themselves and open up a window into their life and their world. And it was amazing how many um, commonalities and different things that our students shared that were the same. Give the morning share a try. It could be any time of the day. It doesn't have to be in the morning, but just taking five to ten minutes to do this every single day will really help build your classroom community, and it gives you a nice brain break or some sort of reset between lessons. The last tip that I want to talk through might not be something that you do at the beginning of the year, but it might be something that you want to keep in mind for later on in the semester or year, and that would be not being afraid to do a full class reset. I have unfortunately been in this situation before with my students where I've looked around and truly thought, I don't think that they value each other. I don't think that they like each other. And sometimes this can just happen because of personalities or just different reasons, but that is when it is an amazing time to do a full class community reset. This is not something that you need to be afraid of or ashamed of, their children, their learning, and it's our job to help guide them into how to be a community. If your classroom is kind of lacking on community or you feel like your students are fighting a lot or bickering or things just aren't running like a community, one of the great ways to kind of reground yourself and build that community back up is to create a classroom promise. In my classroom, I would grab a big anchor chart and I would ask students for ideas on how can you be a good friend or how can you be kind to others? What does it mean to be a friend or what does it mean to be a good student? And I would have my students give little short, simple answers. We would write them down on the anchor chart. We would talk about what it means to be a friend, how that builds in our class community and class family. And then I would have each student either write their name, if they could, on the bottom of the sheet, or draw some sort of little picture if they weren't able to write their name. When I noticed that things were getting a little unruly or students were bickering, we would always bring it back to our classroom community promise, and that would kind of help students remember, oh yeah, I said that being a good friend means this, or oh yeah, I said that having a class community means this, and I signed that, and so that's what I believe. Now, of course, we can't just write down kind things on a paper and expect our classroom community to recreate itself, but this does help us to ground ourselves back in what our class community believes. Pairing this activity with a read-aloud like our class is a family or some sort of read-aloud that reminds students that they're valued and cherished really helps in rebuilding that classroom community. I think taking the next step in your classroom reset would be doing some of the things that we mentioned before in this podcast, like unlikely partners, matching students up to do small activities that they wouldn't maybe necessarily do together, or creating different play groups, or creating different centers groups, um, doing more morning shares, doing maybe two or three during the day, one after lunch, one in the morning, and one at the end of the day. Sometimes our kinders just need a reminder of what a community is and what that community looks like in your classroom. So don't be afraid or ashamed to do a class community reset in your classroom, especially at the beginning of January or maybe midway through the semester after a break. It is going to really help rejuvenate your classroom and give you that class community that you've been working towards. If you have any other tips or tricks that you love to use when building your classroom community, please comment below to let us know some of those amazing classroom tips and tricks. We would love to hear from you and love to hear the things that really work in your classroom. And we hope that these three tips are useful and that um, won't require a lot of stress or other planning and that you can just put them into your classroom right away to help see that classroom community build and help see your kinders really value and love each other. Make sure to check out all of the kindergarten resources we have for back to school on twinkle.com. Unlimited resources for $5 a month. You can't beat it. And you only have to look in one place. Thank you for listening to Kinder Talk. Make sure to join us next time for more back to school tips and tricks specific to kindergarten. This podcast is proudly produced by Twinkle. However, please bear in mind that the views and opinions expressed are those of individuals and may not represent those of Twinkle.